You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode 109. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love. Where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Bias. We're talking about the origin of frustration today. And this is something that comes up in myself all the time and with my clients we feel frustrated about a certain situation. And so think about whatever situation you feel frustrated with right now. Maybe it's a situation with your family life or your work life, whatever it is, think about that. And you'll definitely get so much out of this episode on the origin of frustration. So when I've spoken about frustration before, and I spoke about it in feeling frustrated, frustrated, it's in episode 85, And I talked about exactly the definition of it, and it's rooted in being angry, but it has an element of, I have no choice. So we feel frustrated, we feel that there's no options, and that we're in the only option. We are currently in this situation because there is no other option. So basically, we feel stuck. And I want you to look at feeling frustrated and envision it in your head, feeling frustrated, and I'm going to kind of give you visual. So you have kind of the sphere of frustration. And then all around frustration is going to be sentences tied to that frustration. So you kind of have the sphere, this ball, and then surrounding it, (laughs) if you're staying with me, surrounding it is all of these different sentences that go with frustration. And a lot of them is like, I have no choice. This is my only option. There's no other way. I've gotten myself into the situation. And those are just some of the sentences that are going around. And those sentences are tied to a belief. And usually it's an unconscious belief. And we're not questioning it because we think it's automatically true. It's a truth. So we're not going to question it and we're not going to bring it to our consciousness and we're not going to go through it and comb through it and and see, hey, and question it and say, hey, is this really true? It's kind of like the belief in God. If you believe in God, you don't bring it up to your fore, you know, in the front of your brain and, and question it. You assume it's true. It's a belief and it's there and it's running automatically. And so there is, there are those kind of beliefs around that sphere of frustration that's running around with these sentences. So it's tied to some core belief. All of these sentences that are tied to frustration is some is part of some core belief that you have not questioned before. And that's okay. And then this is why I'm doing this episode because it it is a great opportunity to bring it to the fore part of your brain and question it and decide, okay, no, actually, I do think this is true. And that's okay. And then you can leave it be, and you're aware of it. And that's going to be so much more powerful in deciding, okay, I want to be frustrated in the situation or not. And I'm guessing it's the latter, that you don't want to be frustrated. So the belief is that one of the beliefs, and this is the origin, is the belief that we have no choice in whatever situation we're in. And I'm going to take that into a, a deeper level, which then is about the fact that the solution lies in the past. 
So when we say we have no choice, and we're also thinking we got ourselves into it, we need to deal with it, I have to deal with it, I need to deal with this, there's this underlying belief that I got myself into the situation and therefore I have no choice, and that the solution was actually in the past. <laughs> and and we can't change the past. We lose 100% of the time anytime we try to argue with the past. And that is something that we don't question. We automatically kind of think that, oh, if I hadn't made this choice, let's say you're frustrated in a job, I hadn't chosen this job and maybe taken, maybe you had two job offers and taken another job or continued with the search a little bit longer, you wouldn't have ended up in this job. Like somehow there's this some decision, or you're frustrated with the kids if you hadn't had kids, or if you had kids later, if you had kids earlier, whatever the story that you're telling yourself, is somehow there was some decision in the past that set you on the course to your current feeling of frustration. And those sentences are tied to that belief. You know, the sentences we said, I got myself into the situation. I made my bed and now I'll need to lie in it. Now that is one of my favorites because it it's an idiom or something. It's, a, it's an English expression. And so because it's one of those expressions that is used in everyday conversation, we don't ever question that expression. And I love doing that. I love questioning even those expressions because they feel so true because people have been saying them for so long. And it was actually an expression used maybe in a book or something, and it was to describe one particular situation, and we've taken that saying and now say, okay, I've made my bed, now I need to lie in it. I have no other option. This is the way it is. This is the way my life is. I'm just, it's going to be like this. And that's why we feel stuck. That's why we feel frustrated. We have no choice, and that the actual choice was actually in the past. (laughs) So we're screwed. We've screwed ourselves over. And what I want to tell you is that that is exactly how your brain will work. Exactly. So there is nothing wrong with you when you're feeling frustrated. Because frustration is a form of you know, feeling stuck. And as long as you are not in true survival mode, you know, fighting for food, clothing, or shelter, your brain is like, okay, I got all of those three things okay. So I kind of want to stay here. Everything's good and not do anything to get out of it. So you're stuck. You're in this situation. This situation looks pretty good to the brain. I've got food. I've got clothing. I've got shelter. So why bother questioning any of these beliefs? Everything's good. Why bring that to the forefront of my mind? So your brain wants to be efficient and lazy and the beautiful thing is that you are actually not your brain. The essence of you is not your brain. So you're going to have to tell your brain, hey, we're going to do a little bit of work to get out of this frustration, just a little bit. And the little bit of work here, I'm, I'm going to tell you what you can do to alleviate some of that frustration. Where do you go for the solution? That's my question. Where are you going for your solution? So if you're still going to your past, oh, that decision I made to take that job, oh, that decision I made to have four kids or something, if you keep going to the past, oh, I decided to move away from my family so I don't have help with the kids, all of that, all of that, are you going there for your answers? Are you going there for your solution? If you're going there, 
Okay, that's your brain working normally, but you get to tell your brain what to do. That's the beautiful thing. So your brain's automatically going to go there, and then you, because you're separate from your brain, get to look for your solution somewhere else. And where is your solution? Your solution is not in your past, nor is it in your present. The way it is today. Your solution is not even here. It's not even looking at you. And that's where you've been looking, the past and the present situation. You're looking at your whole life. You're looking at your disorganized house. You're looking at your job, your boss, all of that. Your solution lies in your future. And you're like, okay, <laughs> that sounds really messed up. <laughs> so the solution is in your future. And I'm going to give you a very specific example. So I was coaching someone on dis- they wanted their house organized. And they believe they got themselves into this mess. All of the decisions they made about their stuff and even the house, all of it, was the reason why they were stuck with this disorganized house. So then I asked my client, well, what is it that you want? And then we got really specific. And I didn't have to probe. I didn't have to ask more questions. She exactly knew what she wanted what an organized house to her look like, what one room in her house, if it was organized, what it would look like. And she told me, you know, where the books would be, where the files would be, all of that. She had the vision already. It came out of her. It flowed out of her. Like, well, this is what I envisioned for my office area, and this is what I want it to have be all organized, and this is what, how I want my digital files to be organized exactly like this. And when you ask yourself that question, what is it that I want? What is the vision that you have for how you want your life to be? That's where you're going to find the solution. And that work that you have to do is answer that question. And I'm pretty sure most of us have an idea of what we want because we are humans and humans have a brain that also as well as it doing a really good job of keeping us stuck, it also thinks about the future. Now, other animals don't think about the future. We do think about the futures, and that's something so special. And you get to use it. But it takes a little bit of work to override your brain. You are not your brain. You just need to kind of tell it. So what is it that I want? And then get really specific. So when I asked her, she got really specific of where everything was. And she had then, and then I asked her, well, how would you go about doing this? What would be your time frame? Give yourself a time frame. Guess at a time frame. And how would you go about it? And then she listed, well, I would do this first, and then I would do this, and then this. And then she had a plan. Within 20 minutes, she had exactly what she want, meant by an organized house and then exactly a plan to go through and follow for the next month. And it may seem like that example is like, well, it's so great for organizing your house, but it's also true for anything. If you're frustrated with your kids and you don't have a break, if you're frustrated at your job, what is it that you envision with, how do you envision your life being with your kids? How do you envision the job that you do? When you have that vision and you know exactly and you go into the details and you override your brain and get there, then you ask yourself, well, how can I go about it? You start the first initial steps. It starts to think in solutions. And then it alleviates a little bit of that stuckness, a little bit of that frustration. When you get your brain thinking about the future and you get your brain, well, how can I get there? And it's 
automatic. And, it, and it's such a great thing because you have that ability. You have that capability. You just need to tell your brain, hey, this is where we're going. We're going to the future. That's all I have for you this week. I'll check back with you next. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.